The hand of God seems to touch our lives right when we need it most, doesn't it? That's when we receive a miraculous healing, a rescue from certain disaster, or even a visit from an angel. These divine interventions cause us to pause our busy lives, look up to the sky, and just know, it's a God thing. If you have a story of divine intervention, we want to hear from you. Please give us a call and leave a voicemail recording at 844-504-3473. Or you can visit our website and send us an audio file by visiting www.agodthing.org. And now, here are your stories. Hi, this is Chris from Washington, D.C. My wife and I work together in Congress, and after our part of our morning routine is after we eat breakfast and get ready, um, we'll head out to work together and ride together. And we'll stop off at a local coffee shop that's right next to the building that we live in. And I'm not a coffee drinker, so I'll park out front while my wife runs in, uh, grabs her coffee, and then uh, we'll head into work. And um, so part of our responsibility is we'll host a congressional breakfast Um, for members of Congress. And when we do that, we'll get up a couple hours earlier. So it's an earlier start to our day. And on that particular day, it was June 14th of 2017. We were actually running a couple minutes behind. It was a morning that we'd host the breakfast. And for whatever reason, we were running behind that morning. And I remember uh, driving and asking her, you know, I know she wants coffee. So, you know, you want to stop off and, you know, run in real quick and grab something. And I remember her saying, no, it's okay. We're, we're a little bit behind. Let's just head on in. I'll grab some coffee there. And for anybody that knows my wife, that's very uncharacteristic of her. She loves her coffee and more specifically, she loves her coffee from this shop. So, um, I was, uh, I was pleasantly surprised knowing that we wouldn't have to be any more late than we already were and head on to work. So, um, I remember getting to work, um, starting to set up for the breakfast and as, more members of Congress are streaming in uh, before our breakfast starts, our phones start buzzing and we're getting emails, we're getting alerts um, telling us that there was an active shooter, um, telling us that a member of Congress has been shot and nobody knew who it was. We didn't know if the shooter was still at large. So there was a lot of confusion in those initial moments and um, we eventually got the all clear to head back to our offices And I remember getting back to our office, we turned on the news uh, to find out what was happening. And um, we're watching the footage come in and it starts looking very familiar. Um, It's there's a baseball field that's right across the street from the coffee shop. And this is where members of Congress practice because they do a bipartisan charity uh, baseball game every year during the summer. And leading up to that, they practice at this particular field. Well, we had no idea. I mean, we'd been living there for a few years and we had no idea that that was the field that they were using to practice at. And we start uh, watching the footage roll in and we figure out, oh my gosh, that's the, that's the exact same field uh, that's right across the street from where we live. It's right across the street from uh, the coffee shop. And we start noticing the times of, uh, that they say the shooting began. And depending on what report you, you read, it, 
anywhere from 7.06 a.m. to 7.09 a.m. And that particular morning, we had been running a little bit late and we were, I was going to be parked out front uh, at about 7 a.m. while she ran in to get her coffee. And it's a popular place, so she'd have to wait in line. And, you know, it's not uncharacteristic for me to have to wait out there at least 10 minutes sometimes for her. And um, I never, I'll never forget, I was sitting there watching the footage and they showed surveillance footage from inside the coffee shop. And it was pointed out to the front window to the street. And it, it was showing the spots, the parking spots that I would have parked in. Uh, I parked in these spots, you know, hundreds of times while she ran in. And this particular car, it showed its windows being blown out by the bullets uh, from the high par rifle that the shooter had used. And I very well could have parked in that spot. I, I, that, it could have, that car could have been my car and I could have been sitting in it. And I'll never forget sitting there watching that happen and just feeling like God had orchestrated that entire morning so that we didn't, uh, we weren't put into harm's way, that we weren't going to be in danger. Um, and I just remember feeling, sitting back and feeling uh, so thankful uh, that God had listened to all of my prayers because um, living in a, in a city, there's, you know, there's lots of crime and stuff that happens. And I, I pray constantly for protection uh, over me and over my family. And I'll never forget being a mixture of shock uh, and, and thankfulness that uh, God was watching out for us that day. And it was just a very, very surreal moment to sit there and, and, and watch that footage knowing that that could have been my car sitting there with me in it. And based on where those bullets had, were flying through the windshield and the, and the driver's window, I, I don't see how it could have been anything but fatal. Um, so I'm just, I'm very, I was very, very thankful. And I remember talking with my wife and we just prayed and thanked God for his uh, protective hand over us and for him watching over us and, and, and guiding our steps. And I, and I do believe that that morning was orchestrated by him so that we weren't put in harm's way. So that's, I, it just, for me, it's, it's important to keep that in mind because it puts things in perspective and shows how even in the smallest details, God's working. And, and you never know if that could be for something as simple as guiding you from here to there or just watching over you and protecting you to keep you safe. So that's my story and um, thank you. Charlene and I live in Corona, Michigan. When I reflected back on different moments that I've had that are a God thing, I wondered wh what I would share when I don't have any miraculous moments, times where I couldn't walk and I could start to walk the next day or later. 
when I was blind and woke up and could see. I haven't had any of those moments, but I've had many little moments that I know it was God who was with me and walked with me. I have a lot of health problems and suffered greatly with pain for many years. And I, after I retired from my teaching position, I, I began to become discouraged, depressed, didn't want to get out of bed, asked the Lord to please take me home to stop this pain. I couldn't see past my own hurt. One morning when I woke up, the Lord had birds singing outside my window, and it was the most joyous and awesome sound. And I knew then that it was God. God was using the birds to show me his presence. Another time, after I began having surgeries, in 2015, I had to have surgery, developed double pneumonia, began hallucinating, couldn't breathe. I had to be reintubated and didn't know where I was, was alone, scared. But after they reintubated me, I woke up many hours later and it was in the middle of the night and I was afraid. It was dark. I still didn't know where I was. I couldn't talk and I was scared. A nurse came into my room and he told me that he would be there and that he would help me whenever I needed it. Somehow he understood what I was saying, even though I couldn't talk. He understood what I was communicating. He said that in the morning he would call my family, they would be able to come and visit me, and I would not be alone. He told me that I was going to be okay, and though I don't know if he was an angel, I believe in my heart that God had sent him to be a God-sent angel to me. And I know that he was in that moment. So I hope that these little small moments that have, I've experienced will encourage you to look around and see your life and how God is walking there with you. Once we've asked Jesus to be our Savior, we are His child, we rest in the shed blood of Christ, and He will be with us. He is alive. Jesus is alive. this episode of A God Thing. 
please be sure to tap the subscribe button, leave us a review, and share this episode with your friends and family. Again, if you have a story of divine intervention, we want to hear from you. Give us a call and leave a voicemail recording at 844-504-3473. Or you can visit our website and send us an audio file by visiting www.agodthing.org. Stay tuned for the next episode coming to you soon. Take care out there, and please know that God is always with you.